0: Welcome to episode three of Visualize You. In this episode, I'm joined by Wendy Blum-Wise. Wendy is a serial entrepreneur, best life mentor, and a enlightened business strategist. Wendy has published no less than five self-help books and her latest creation is a planner, calendar, and journal series called Redefine Yourself During Times of Uncertainty. I guess there's a lot of us that could need that right now. Recognised as a global speaker and founder of the Speakers and Coaches Networking Society, Wendy helps her clients launch online businesses, build speaking careers and monetize their passions. She also leads global masterminds, retreats and missionaries to worldwide locations, including Bali and Haiti. During our conversation, we cover really practical aspects of pivoting and changing direction and how you can leverage your current employer when you are starting out in business. How done is always better than perfect, and how we all have the ability to inspire and be inspired by others in our life. In this episode, we discuss how Wendy was able to leave her career after 25 years in the pharmaceutical industry by creatively visualising a new reality and life for herself. I was so delighted to find Wendy and share our very similar outlooks on life. If you're interested in all things universe, energy, synchronicities and visualization, you are gonna love this episode. I hope you enjoy this one. Welcome to the Visualize You podcast. I'm your host, Beth Huey, and each week on the show, we will talk about how you can pivot in your career and create a business that is more in alignment with your true soul's calling. I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already, so you can learn the practical skills that will help you do the same. I'll also deliver training and bring experts onto the show to help you recognize your self-worth, honor your skills, and become confident, feeling ready to pivot, package, promote, and Profit from your career and life experiences. I'm joined today by the beautiful Wendy Bloom Wise. She's going to tell us more about her career and actually how she moved out of the pharmaceutical industry to. really living purposely in her in her new business let's jump right in. tell us how you went from pivoting from 25 years in the pharmaceutical industry to doing what you're doing today how did that happen
1: it happened by happenstance the same way that we're here together on a podcast and you're in the UK and I'm here in the US and it just sort of evolved yeah just happened by taking action, and I had started a deep personal growth path, and I would have considered myself like corporate-minded. I kind of just followed the go to college, you know, start a corporate career, build your career, and then something shifted when I started deeply on a personal growth path that your thoughts can become your reality. And I had never really thought about a different type of career. I didn't think about changing anything really other than maybe getting my hair done. It was very superficial stuff. And when I started on that path and started to hear that and having the pharmaceutical background, thoughts become things Mm -hmm. and our vision, when we crystallize a new vision, we can create a new reality. That really rocked my world. And I really wanted to understand the science behind it. And this was about 12 or 14 years ago and I stumbled onto neuroplasticity, the neuroscience of change and success, it really resonated inside of me. And something very interesting happened. I remember once sitting in the audience, or I was sitting with all my peers and colleagues, and the vice president was on the stage. And I, I thought to myself, it's so interesting that i always see myself as being here and listening to the message of you know the senior management team and i'm listening to the vp and for a second i said let me experiment with me visualizing that i'm on the stage and everybody is listening to me so i had never had that thought before so you change a thought you think a new thought and then you create a new reality Interesting enough, it was really just a couple weeks later that they asked me to moderate our speaker, our keynote speaker that had climbed Mount Everest and did all these amazing things. But then there I was just a couple weeks later on stage. Again, then looking out at the audience. So those kinds of things started to happen, and I started to really pay attention to them. And it just slowly happened over time that I started to write just really basically more like self-discovery kind of writing and then i discovered that there was other options inside of me other possibilities and i started playing around with it the same sort of way like visualizing and seeing things differently and truth be told although i very much respect and honor the career that i had for more than two decades in the pharmaceutical industry a lot of success and sales and training and all sorts of like part of the puzzle that makes me who I am today. But it was just so interesting. And that's how it started to happen that I wrote my first book and people started to come to me for advice and it just organically happened.
0: Wow. Okay. I had my first experience with kind of attracting something as a child and not knowing what that was obviously as a child you don't know this kind of how that happens but knew that I could create when I believed in something and I could visualize something so it was a a bouncy castle that I manifested when when I was a child and I think that's the thing that I want people to take away is that you can latch on to this at any point in your life and you can move in any direction that you want to move in so thank you for sharing that that's really powerful so you Obviously you don't just stop your job one day. Was it a, a transition period? How what, what did oh, that yeah. look
1: like? I had to dress rehearse it in my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: would play all the scenarios. I had to look at the worst case scenario as well. I had to negatively envision the challenges and the struggles. I was a single mom, like raising my family. So I built a career and a livelihood and an income that allowed me to live a certain lifestyle. So what would that look like? And I started a process of releasing and letting go of like extras. And I got like lean and I mentally prepared myself to resign and move into a new career but i rehearsed it over and over yeah. again here I, I do have to share that the universe then when you're like aligning with and affirming and believing and all those things, like I had such a big why in my heart, my purpose, it, it felt like a tap, a calling that I, I had to do this and I was fearful, but the tap also said you're going to be okay Yeah, and just take it baby steps and allow the
0: process to unfold. So that's what I did. So how did that happen? Did you just finish your job, or did you go part time, or did you build up some income streams? I mean, just if anybody's thinking about this, and yes. there's lots of ways to do it, isn't there? You know, some people do go part time. Sometimes people go full in, but and I don't think there's any right way for any person. I think it really depends on everybody's individual circumstances. But what was that for you? Well, so first was writing a book. So right. I
1: wrote a book. So I had a book, and I remember the story when I shared with one of my nurse practitioners that I wrote a book, she actually called me like the next week and she said, I think that message was for me. I think that message was for me to write a book. Like, you know, it's just like all, the, all these things started to happen. Yeah. So writing the book and actually even just making a sale on my own, you know, starting to go to conferences Meeting other people that have left corporate careers and did it successfully. Hiring a coach. I actually hired a coach. So I didn't think that I was going to do this on my own. And I was grateful that I met somebody that I aligned with that could help me maybe shorten that learning curve. So I didn't have to make so many mistakes in the beginning, although I still made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. And that's, part of the process, but you're, you're kind of like feeling into like the risk factor. And so I, I finally got myself together. It took two years before I actually resigned. Now, some people right now that might be listening might have to, they might've gotten furloughed or they might, you know, their businesses might've closed. So I just leaned into my passion which was the inspiration and empowerment piece and it was empowering me so it was building my confidence but I did go all in and make risk and take risks and chances in the very beginning so I, I wrote I started writing I started a blog I didn't know what to do I started just writing a few sentences but I wrote every day and I started by 90 days to finish the year strong and I wrote for 90 days and that became my blog and I started getting followers and I started getting followers through social media and then they were reaching out and I started a database so I did start a database in a newsletter system right away so I was preparing myself for the exit and I was asking questions like what steps do I need to take them along because this is talking about passion and purpose and making a difference in service and those are the people I'm, I'm sure that are listening today that are feeling some sort of stirring inside of them it doesn't have to be big though it could be like the teeniest weeniest little thing and just experimenting with that
0: yeah you said so many amazing things there so in terms of the whispers I think In my life, the whispers got louder and louder and louder until I couldn't ignore them anymore. I have pivoted and that's part of my story is I've pivoted so many times. I've had so many different careers that it was just me moving from fear to fear. And actually, I needed to step out and go, I need to do this on my own. I need to do my own thing. But then I think you mentioned about coaches and I think it's really important to have a coach somebody who will help hold you to account and help move you forward and break through some of the things and thoughts and challenge you I think that's incredibly important and it's just about taking action isn't it I think that moment you actually put something into action things start to attract to it you meet new people all of that good stuff starts to happen and then just collecting the emails like you mentioned one of the simplest and most beneficial things you can do is start to collect those people and start to monetize your business right and sometimes it's an afterthought for people so I think there's so many nuggets in what you just said there so can you identify that exact moment then when you knew you had to take that that leap of faith was it a particular situation or was it that you just you knew there was something different for you and that pharmaceutical land wasn't where you wanted to stay
1: well it, it was very specific for me starting to ask the question how do I feel on a one to ten with ten being amazing and one being you know or zero being the lowest and when I was like writing or when I was starting to do some coaching or advising whatever you want to call it then I felt like a eight nine or ten I felt amazing I felt aligned And then when I was working in the pharmaceutical industry, there were moments that I felt like an eight or nine really respected the people I worked with, and yet there were many times I felt like a two or three, so it was no longer in alignment. But what I want to share about this is that when I finally got the courage, because I kept saying, you know, trust and have faith, and you can do this, and this is the next phase, and you know so that conversation and i finally did it the the key about taking action is that the universe we hear this it sounds like so cliché the universe conspires to help us and make things happen well i wasn't really counting on the universe so i really did take a lot of action so that i could position myself and but what happened when i resigned my boss looked at me and he said, did you tell anybody else this? Did you share this with anybody else? And I said, no, obviously he's the first one. And he said, don't say anything to anybody. Let me see what we can do. Maybe we can create something for, and literally I was in disbelief and belief all happening at the same time. And so grateful and so open. I'm like, what is he referring to? And he said, maybe we can create a position for you where you can still work for us and cover the key accounts and coach. Maybe you'll coach us and do some protect for us. Like, you know, maybe you can do them both. How many hours do you think you need in your new career? Now, this was not something that I had even anticipated, but the whole idea of just trusting the process and then the door opens when you're getting ready and you're holding the doorknob. So that built my conviction Muscle, and then I so I did. It's it's interesting. You asked about the part time, so I did actually work part time in the pharmaceutical industry, and I was so grateful that I had that opportunity to do that. Now, not everybody has that opportunity, but if you have a skill set or expertise in an industry, you can still consult and still you know monetize in other ways from what you know life has given you, all the experiences up to that point of your transition.
0: Yeah. And that's happened to me in, in a number of situations where I've said no, and they've come back with a counteroffer. first of all, you know, you, we'll create this position for you. You can do something else. And then I've had those employers, if you've built really good relationships with them, they know you, they know how you work, they know how good you are at your job, they know your value, and you can really leverage them to help you get to where you want want to go so I'm glad you you raised that as well because I think that's another option for people thinking it's all or nothing perhaps or they have to get a part-time job doing something that's completely different to what they've been doing in their career so I'm sure there's been there's been loads of kind of life lessons throughout the whole period is there anything that really stands out for you that you'd want to share with the listeners
1: so my my number one life lesson is to treat life as an experiment like a scientific experiment and to test things out. To do a clinical trial of you, try it out for a week. So the idea around your morning routine and setting intentions how powerful that is. So I would test it out and I would set intentions and I would meditate in the morning and then ask myself at the end of the day on a one to 10, how would you rate this day? And the day would be an eight or nine, or if there were challenges being able to move through them, where maybe in the past I would have been a two or a three and a hot mess completely frazzled and fried and yet being able to handle it with more grace to get up to a six or seven or eight but then when I didn't do it the day would fall apart and I would note that and then I started testing again like an experiment okay so I realized I didn't do it in the morning and it's 12 o'clock and my day has started to fall apart Can I hit the reset button in the middle of the day and then recalibrate and have a better day? And so I would test that and that worked. So it actually, what it did was it built in this, into my systems, such a, like it created a motivation to build this as a daily habit not just read about it because we read these books all the time and we hear this all the time, but actually if you have to set your alarm early, if you have to set, like set it and get up and push yourself through the resistance if you know it's for your greatest and highest good.
0: Yeah. I mean, meditation has played a massive part in my life and you can you wobble if you if you don't meditate I don't know if you feel the same but if you don't meditate for a few days you can feel the synchronicities start to drop away (laughs) and it just doesn't it just doesn't feel like you're in flow anymore and I've experimented with the doing it in the morning doing it in the evening I think people sometimes get hung up that meditation can be hard or having some kind of ritual could be hard it doesn't have to be um I think There's just been times where, like you say, you just reset. It's middle of the day. You've maybe, you've got through all your emails. You're not quite sure where your intention needs to go next. And that's the point that, the point in time that you maybe hit that reset and do that little bit of meditation and that's okay. It's fine. Um, So it's interesting to hear that you've approached things in in a similar way. What's the thing that's always been calling you then? Were the kind of clues and breadcrumbs leading up throughout your career to give you an indication of actually this is what you're supposed to be doing? Well, not this specifically. Right. But the clues were definitely
1: there, that there was something else that was stirring inside of me, that I Mm -hmm. felt something was missing. And synchronicity shows up for every one of us. It's whether it's part of the co-creation process and to pay attention to it and pause and ask what it means or just say call your friends and go oh my god you're not going to believe what happened you're not going to believe what happened and so just paying attention and looking back through life but I did have a moment I had a redefining moment when I was 13 So I was 13 and I remember it like it was yesterday, goosebumps even talking about it. I was outside, I was in nature, I was by a tree and I got this insight that we're all connected and that there's something bigger and greater. I have goosebumps talking about it right now and that... To look at the whole big picture, that life is different than it appears to be. So I had that insight, and it came in. It was it was a big wow, but then it went away. Then I went into unremembering that moment. But when I began to become more aware, more conscious, I kept linking it back to that time when I was thirteen when I had that insight.
0: Yeah, it's like you can look. At the dots backwards can you but you can't you can't see where you're going is that even like before you send
1: an email or before you make a phone call and the idea around just closing your eyes and it can be for 10 seconds setting the timer mm-hmm. on your phone but it's just being intentional about it so that you can put your phone down and you can say for 10 seconds i'm going to close my eyes and I'm gonna center myself. If we do that throughout the day, because we have these highs and lows, especially right now we're in the midst of uncertainty and COVID, we have highs and lows, highs and lows. So if we can more frequently make these little teeny weeny pauses, then the insights and intuitions, and, and we get more like connected to our gut, it can, it can come to us throughout the yeah. day.
0: So when you, you were talking about the synchronicities, Do you think that the synchronicities then are always there? It's just that we're not always in tune to receive them. The synchronicities are always lining up for us, but sometimes we're just not, we're not open to seeing that because we're not in alignment. Or do you think it's when we're in alignment that we see them? They're always
1: there. And because we are energy and the different levels of vibration, that depending on where we are vibrating, that's why if we are in flow, That's why children, when they're in, you know, they're in play, why their imagination is wide open and then they just kind of free flow with things. So when we're painting or when we're walking outside in nature, we can tap into it. We become aware. So we have 70,000 thoughts a day and most of them just repeat themselves. And most of them are fear-based and that's for a lot of reasons. Everywhere you look, There are messages that are selling you something. I have a sales background, so point to the pain, right? So you're going to be getting all those messages of lack everywhere you look and that you're not enough and that you could buy something and that's going to help you fix it. Yeah. But the more that we can just connect to our breath, the things that are free and just allow that part of us to express we're raising our vibration, and so then I believe that the synchronicities then just they reveal themselves to us.
0: And I, I was watching one of your videos around visualization and you said when we're children, our imaginations go wild, we can be and do anything. And I think as children, we, we just don't have that whole baggage. We just believe that's really powerful that sometimes we just need to <laughs> be more childlike and be, you know, be more open to that and that that we have the keys to the wisdom to create anything in our lives before it even happens. We can visualize that exact thing that we want, we want to have show up in our lives. And I think that's, that's the key. You visualize these things, and then you just work backwards, you
1: reverse engineer it, you see the outcome, and also most importantly, the feeling. So it's really key to feel the emotion. Like if you, want to be a millionaire, it's like air to breathe in the ease around money. Now that means, you know, taking action and paying attention to your mindset, you know, you may need to tweak, you know, what you had been doing, take a look at what you've done in the past and what you want to do in the future. But it's like airs more that you can get in this, this sense Mm -hmm. of feeling good around things, relaxed around them.
0: Yeah. Love that. Okay, so we all have kind of skills and experiences that we amass over our careers, and we don't always recognize them. Is there anything that you would say are your kind of key superpowers, your key strengths that you'd like to share? The part that is inside of us, like I've developed
1: this part because we all have it. The superpowers inside of each one of us, we can develop it. It's to see the highest and best of ourselves. And maybe we don't see it at this exact moment, but we see it in the future so that we can see out five years from now that we are confident, energized, that we are healthy, that we are happy, that we're in amazing relationships, that we are X, Y, Z in our business, successful the way we see it. So the superpower of being able to see first the best in yourself and to see that it is possible because you see that you're more than your physical body, that you see that you're, you know, pure potential and that you see it in others, that you can support that vision and hold space for somebody else before they see it in themselves. That when two or more minds are joined in believing in somebody else, And then helping to lift them up by your words and by being a good listener and helping somebody get unstuck areas where they don't see it for themselves. So I believe that that is is the superpower that I continue to develop, but it has
0: been developing over these years. I love that. Yeah. How we can just raise each other up and just empower each other to, to move on. As an entrepreneur then, you've had five books, you've created products and services, you're coaching, you're doing events. What's your kind of platform of choice? What has helped you in your business get the most traction?
1: Well, I like to say that
0: done is better than perfect.
1: And I've applied that from the beginning. So the videos years ago, like they make me cringe, but I put them out there. And especially because then it leaves a trail for someone to see where you can begin Mm -hmm. and get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And that 10,000 hours of Benny, you know, being around the right people and following a formula will help you continue to improve. And so I love everything video right now. I absolutely love the opportunity that the playing field has been somewhat evened. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a cell phone, then you can produce video and you can practice, practice, practice. I love YouTube. And I'm going to tell you why I love YouTube. I love it for podcasting. I just love it as a platform to train yourself. Because when you film yourself, although I know we're very critical with ourselves, we can look at ourselves and say, see, I just like touch my hair and the way I like sit or stand, or like I can start tweaking myself. So if you were, let's say an athlete, you'd watch over and over again and you'd watch yourself and you'd say, you know what? I dribble the ball like this. I could do this. I move like that. Let me try it this way. Become more and more aware. And then you can set your standard just a little bit higher, not like, the way find someone that's a few steps ahead of you where you can follow that path and you can see it i love like seeing somebody and then you see them get a little bit better and you're like okay then i can do it too i can do it too and that's why i love what video is going to produce because there's so much creativity inside of us that if we use it and we can use it in a million different ways right now in our, in our business and for our lives.
0: Yeah. And yeah, so you're doing podcasts and you're doing videos and I think that's because some people do podcasts just for the audio. So I love that you're doing both. I haven't quite got there yet. I, I aspire to, to be like you.
1: And I aspire to be like you. I have to say like everything, everything is an ebb and flow and energy exchange. Yeah that you so boldly have stepped into your podcast and you, you have just like put both feet out there and going out there and everything that you are putting out there, beautiful branding, beautiful presence. And that's what you represent. Yeah. And I'm inspired by you.
0: Thank you. I think that's really important, that, isn't it? That we can learn from anybody and everybody in our lives in whatever way. So what do you visualize for you? Well, I have been visualizing it.
1: So what that looks like, and I'm looking at it from a 10-year point of view to give the universe a lot of time to create its magic. Because the universe doesn't like to be rushed. It's like saying, I'm going to meet my next husband in the next six months. Well, I don't know. You know, that's putting a timeline on the infinite universe. And so the whole idea around how do you want to feel So how do I want to feel for the next 10 years? I want to feel healthy and vivacious and energized, and I want to be really active, and I want to be adventurous, and I want to have rich, beautiful life experiences, and to be surrounded by people that I love, family, friends. Clients that I absolutely love working with, people from around the world, globally, from all walks of life, all nationalities, all backgrounds. I see the next 10 years of being growth at the highest level and being energized around that to meet and be with the most extraordinary people that are heart centered, that are authentic. Authentic, that are movers and shakers, and that are strong and resilient, and just very humble. So I see that for the next ten years, I see impact making a difference. I see spending time with my children and grandchildren, and even more grandchildren. I'm putting that out there, children. Putting you know, putting those things out there, and life is is fulfilling and rich and beautiful. And I know the universe is going to introduce the vehicles in the right way at the right time, and then I'm gonna be in trust. So that is what I see as the vision, and I do really believe that these very difficult times, um, there's the law of polarity, the law of opposites. So when you go through a really, really difficult time, like many of us are all around the globe right now, on the other side of that, Is something equally as beautiful and positive and that I believe that this is our breakdown to break through in the world and that we're gonna get to the other side of this and we are gonna look at this as our greatest growth spurt of our lives so that's what I see and I don't only see that vision for myself I see that vision for so many others for our listeners for those that are watching for you I see that for so many others
0: just the the size of the vision you can see that you've spent so much time visualizing that from all the different aspects for with all the feelings and all the emotions on all the facets of your life not just the business but for your family and health and everything and I think that's what I'd like to encourage more people to do is that don't just look at I want this man or I want to make this sale. It's about the whole picture and how that all fits and weaves together. And you're right, this time we'll look back on 2020, which has been a ridiculously crazy time for so many people, but it has reset the button. It has made people think about what I want and what I don't want in our lives. And it, I think it's, it's a really positive time to take that time to think about the future and what you actually do want to be visualizing and creating in your life. So I'm, I'm with you on all of those sentiments. So thank you very much, Wendy. that was such a fascinating conversation. Where can people find out more about some of your products and services and things that you do? Tell us a little bit about those and, and where can they just find out more about you online?
1: Well, online on my website which is uh, Wendy, I actually got married. So I married my soulmate a year and a half ago. So I actually am transitioning, but right now it's, it's Wendy B. Weiss or Wendy Blum. They'll both get you there. And that's probably the best place to find me. My podcasts are there, videos are there, um, my free complimentary book on creating a crazy good life, even in the midst of uncertainty to download your complimentary copy. And I look forward to connecting with everyone.
0: Lovely. And I'll put all the details in the show notes for today's podcast as well. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. All right, my friends, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I have some freebies waiting for you over on my site at visualiseyou.com that are going to help you get started on your career pivot. I'm offering you not one, but two business and career downloadable affirmation audios, a guide to journaling and a ton of affirmation scripts. You can choose what you like or simply devour them all. If you've always wanted to master the art of creative visualization, check out my signature course, The Visualization Vault. It's self-paced, comes with a loving community and you'll learn how to release resistance and creatively visualize your best life and business. With exercises, affirmations, meditations and more, head to visualizeyoucom forward slash vault and get the course at my new podcast listener rate. Check out the show notes for all the links. Okay, so that's all for today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any aha moments, tag me in your social media stories and please leave me a review on iTunes. It'll really help me out. Until next time, remember to visualize you.